0: We've all had to learn to pivot and, and, and make some alterations in uh, in what we've been doing, of course, with our lifestyles and so many other different things because of the pandemic and the seem everlasting pandemic, it seems anyway. And and our next guests are, are, are no exception to that. They've had to do something uh, rather unusual here. Since about 2015, the Hamilton Professional Firefighters have hosted a charity hockey tournament that has benefited Food for Kids in Hamilton, which is just a fabulous organization. And we've talked to them many times, of course, on the program. Uh, I know our some of the members are, of course, radio fans family have taken part in the hockey tournament in the past but we're not doing hockey tournaments anymore we're not doing hockey much anymore are we uh because of the pandemic uh and it's unfortunate too because the tournament had first responded from all over southern ontario on teams playing for each other and raised an awful lot of money but this year it's going to be different and to explain to us exactly what's going to be happening uh so pleased to welcome to the program kathy Hahn, who is the executive director of food for kids kathy uh, great to talk with you again hope you guys are doing well over there
1: we are thank you for having me bill
0: this is a, a an innovator I, I i love the tournament i mean there was always a lot of fun as i say some of the members of our chorus team here played in in past and had just a ball at this thing uh, but, uh there's no hockey tournament there's nothing else uh but the need is still there and you guys had to well be pretty innovative let's talk a little bit about what you've come up with here
1: Well, and you're right, Bill. The need is still there, and it's actually, it's grown. And, of course, it's grown because of the pandemic. So our friends at the Hamilton Professional Firefighters Association came up with this amazing and fun idea to have a fundraiser that could involve members of the community and and get everybody, you know, having just a little bit of fun over the weekend, and um, it's called Eat a Beat, hashtag Eat a Beat. And so they initiated a social media challenge for Hamiltonians, To eat a beet, raw, cooked, pickled, canned, drink some juice, whatever you like, and post a video or a picture of yourself eating a beet. And if you can, donate to Food for Kids Hamilton and challenge a friend to do the same. And so far this morning, though, we are seeing some super fun pictures and videos and just a huge thank you to everybody because it's it's already fun and, and we can feel it this morning.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to tell everybody that the the program's already underway. This is the first day forward. Uh, And Kathy, you guys have always, always uh, been, been so practical about using social media to try to promote your causes. So I'm not surprised that you guys have been dipping into this already. But the word was already out there with your supporters, wasn't it?
1: It really was and that, you know, that's thanks to the Hamilton Professional Firefighters Association. It's thanks to our friends at Tandia Financial Credit Union and the Hamilton police this morning have jumped all over this and just so many members of of the police and the firefighters. Everybody's just having a lot of fun and really helping us to spread the word and spread the awareness.
0: Well, and especially because it's so fun. Uh, By the way, I like beets. I want to be on the record. I mean, I I know there are there are those who know me who say you don't eat vegetables. I do. My wife loves beets, and you know, so we'll be contributors. You can count on that. That's going to be fun. But but this is a really novel and unique way to try to raise some money. And what's nice about it is that everybody can be involved, and it's not like you know you're asking for huge amounts of money. I mean, a twenty five dollar donation or or a grocery card, because I know you use those those extensively too to try to help some of the families that you work with on. a daily basis so it, it's it's reachable and it's doable for just about everybody
1: it really is and if you're not able to donate still participate we still want to see the photos and the videos and we want everybody to have fun because for our program the awareness is so important as well so anytime you can share a post or get involved that's that's really important as well
0: talk to us a little bit about the organization you guys have been around for a while now and had some uh, uh, immense impact on, on very very needy families in this community
1: we have so that's since 2020 or 2012 as you mentioned and we we've grown and we're now in 60 uh, th- or excuse me 63 elementary schools and six secondary schools in Hamilton and that's serving close to 1300 students that are ages 4 to 17 years old and every week We support them with either a bag of food that are amazing volunteers delivered directly to the school or for those students that are learning at home, we send them a grocery card directly to their home so that they're still receiving support as well, even if they're learning remotely
0: and we've we've learned i think you know we're we're smarter now than we were generations ago and we understand the importance of nutrition in learning uh you know and, and there are families in this community and every community i guess really kathy uh that, that don't have the wherewithal for, for a variety of reasons uh to be able to do that to give the their, their kids a, a decent breakfast before they head off to school or whatever the case might be uh and and organizations like like obviously food for kids uh you you pick up the ball and say look at we can do this and and that's that's such a key part not just uh, you know to put something in their tummies but I mean the other element too is it makes them more alert it it makes for better learning which is going to help them in the long run too.
1: It does and it's not because our families don't want to feed their children it's because they can't Mm -hmm. and a lot of our families have to choose between paying rent paying the bills or buying groceries. And, you know, the, the, small, the small part that we can contribute and, and provide some hope to the families and to the kids, because you're absolutely right. You can't be an available learner um, at school if, if you're hungry, if you're not feeling well, if you're constantly thinking about where you're going to find your next meal. That doesn't help a student learn, and it, and it does affect them in their academics, their physical health, and their mental health
0: so uh, how has the pandemic impacted you i mean aside from the fundraiser i mean you've had to to be very innovative and this is a fabulous idea we'll tell people how they can get involved in a second but what's it done to your organization now i would imagine as we talked about in the beginning of our conversation uh the need in this community and every community is great Uh, the pandemic i'm sure has just uh, probably magnified that need
1: it has and and we found that for families that were doing okay before the pandemic now they find themselves in need where perhaps they didn't before. And it's, you know, it's being out of work for several months and, and, and things like that. So, um, you know, our need, the need for our program has grown. Um, we, we constantly have a wait list that we're addressing. Thanks to the generosity of our community, we have been able to consistently accept new students into our program. But, but we get calls all the time from, from schools um, asking, can another, another student be registered in our program?
0: you don't want to say no to anybody that just that's a non-starter i mean but without public support this just doesn't happen
1: that's absolutely true we could not operate our program without our community without our community jumping in with fundraisers like like this weekend like today Um, the support that we have had i cannot um, tell you enough how important it is to us and how appreciative we are because we literally could not operate our program without our community support
0: well, and the other element to this too, and I got to talk about this because you always have to give props to, to the, the backbone of this and uh, people like yourself and the organization that do such an outstanding job. But the volunteers that come in and say, "What can I do? Can I help out?" I, I mean, they, they're a, they're a lifeline, aren't they?
1: The volunteers are everything to our program. So if it if it weren't for the volunteers, we wouldn't be able to do what we do by packing all the bags that we pack, by delivering them. So you can imagine before every weekend, every week, uh, 20-plus volunteers deliver to 69 schools in Hamilton. That takes a lot of commitment to come every week and do that for us. So we are forever grateful to our amazing group of volunteers that help us every single week in everything we do.
0: Yeah, no matter what the weather, no matter what's going on, I mean, that food needs to get out there, and they know that, and they're they're there time and time again. It's just fabulous. And it's it's fabulous to say also the way that the community has rallied behind this. I can remember talking to you guys back in the early days of the organization, and, and you know, you're thinking, boy, I hope this, I hope we can do this. I hope it can survive. And uh, the community has, has, just as you have, have, you know, gravitated to help the community, the community has embraced the program that you guys are doing at Food for Kids.
1: They really have, and I think that they understand that, you know there there is that need but it's a very specific need we're, we're talking about students and kids that don't have access to food over the weekend they go home um, or they're sitting at home and there's empty cupboards and the fridge is empty and it is a genuine need to have food over those um those few days of the weekend
0: well and there are a lot of families as you mentioned because of the the pandemic and because of what's happened here uh that May have just have less money. I mean, you know, if if you've been laid off or whatever the case might be, tragically, uh, you've got to try to make ends meet. And and uh, you know, we've heard those stories, Kathy. But families that have been forced to make decisions: do I pay the the hydro bill this month, or do I buy groceries? Uh, and and that's that's tough. I mean, it's 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 tough on the on the on the families. It's tough on the fam- the parents that have to make those decisions as well. Uh, and it's it's heartening, I think, for them to know that there's a lifeline that they can reach out to, meaning you guys uh, that can help them out through this it's 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 not a handout it's a hand up i guess to families that are in need these days and uh it's it's good to know that we have that kind of community that they they want to be able to reach out and help people
1: absolutely and i can tell you that we hear from our families and that that's how they feel and and we're just we're blessed and honored to be doing this it's a privilege to serve our community and the students and families in our community and it's it's truly our honor but we we love to hear from our families and and that's that's exactly how they feel
0: i know your goal for this whole program uh for the the the, the whole program here the is uh, the to beat is uh, is about 32,000 bucks a little over that uh, i i think we can do better than that i think this community can do better than that so the more we talk about this i hope the more people can get involved how how can they do this where do you want them to go
1: I would love them to go to our uh, website, foodforkidshamilton.ca, and they can also check us out on Instagram, so just at foodforkidshamilton. Those two places are probably the easiest two to access to get as much information as they need, and we would love to see their videos and photos this weekend.
0: Well, uh, props to you guys uh, and also to the Hamilton Professional Firefighters Association. They're, they're a great organization, fabulous people. They help us out, of course, with our CHML Christmas Tree of Hope every year, and to Hamilton Police as, as well, I, as you mentioned, have jumped on board. But that's Hamilton, isn't it? I mean, people just saying, let's all get together and let's do something for this community and do something for uh, food for kids and for the families in need. So I know this is going to be a success. Uh, we just want to make sure that everybody jumps in here and does this. So it's hashtag Eat a Beat. Uh, for food for kids for hamilton kathy great initiative uh congratulations on this and best of luck He's hoping that you don't just meet but exceed that goal
1: thank you so much we'll look for your picture soon
0: (laughs) well i'll be eating the beans i'll I'll talk about the picture later on i'll have to photoshop it i'm sure anyway we'll talk again soon keep us posted as to how this goes Okay.
1: Will do. Thank you.
0: Take care, Kathy. Kathy uh, Howell, of course, the executive director of Food for Kids. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.